So this podcast today thing for 10 days is actually quite the challenge just coming up with ideas, but I think that's probably the reason why I'm doing it because I've wanted to start a podcast and I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off because I'm like, well, I don't have the, I don't have the, uh, the topics to talk about and all these things, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm doing this like partly for other people, but I'm mostly actually doing it for myself, which may seem selfish, but, um, I'm just doing it to push myself to share myself more. Um, yeah, so hopefully this works out, but anyway, um, so today I had the idea of sharing a little story and some insight that I had recently, um, again on the rising sacred masculine. So that seems to be the topic of conversation for all of these. So that is the process that I've been going through. Um, so yeah, one of my, one of my friends was sharing a story, um, an anecdote, like, you know, a myth, whatever you want to call it about the white Buffalo calf woman, um, which in my mind represents the, the highest expression of the, of the feminine, um, and the rise of the feminine. And in the anecdote, the white buffalo calf woman presents herself to two men and the first man looks upon her with lust and is instantly turned to stone and the second man looks upon her with love and she gifts him her flute and to break that down a little bit in my own mind um and share that with you i feel like what that represents is like the unawakened masculine looking upon women with lust looking upon them as an object and a thing to be used um and and that the the man is never going to receive the true gifts of what the feminine has to offer um if that's the way that that's the way that they look upon you know another human being um you know, there's no consciousness there. It's like, it's very unaware. Um, and so in that sense, that, that masculine energy could not in reality even handle the gifts that the, that the awakened feminine has to offer. Um, because it's much more than just like bodily pleasure, I guess. Um, so yeah, so in the face of the awakened feminine, the masculine that looks upon it as an object or with lustful eyes alone can't even act, is just paralyzed. And that's, I think that's what it's talking about with the instantly turning him to stone. You know, it's like he doesn't know where to go or how to act or what to say or how to hold space for something as powerful as an awakened woman. But... On the flip side of that, there's also the other man that she presents herself to, and that is the awakened masculine, the man that can look upon that powerful, awakened, feminine essence and be like, oh, okay, there you are, here I am, um, you know, as equals, and see eye to eye, and respect each other, and honor the gifts that each has to offer. Um, the other thing is, I don't really think that there's no place in that for like lustful energy and sexual energy. 
I think that, you know, even an awakened man sees women and sees their beauty and um, is activated by that in, in a sexual way. But the difference is, is that there's more to it. It's that there's an honoring of love involved in that. It's not just like, you know, what can I get out of this situation? It's more of like, wow, look at this beautiful being, this mysterious, beautiful being standing in front of me. How do I best honor that? And in that honoring, there is room and a place for sexuality and that kind of activation, but it's not the, it's not the only thing or it's not the thing that's, you know, the most important. Um, and in holding that awareness and that consciousness, then the awakened masculine can truly receive the gifts that the awakened feminine has to offer. If they're able to hold that energy and hold that space and be able to activate without becoming rigid or without, uh, you know, um, paralyzing themselves with energy, like just too much, too much creativity, too much power, too much fire running through them. And it just totally explodes and fries their circuits. Whereas like an awakened masculine can feel that energy and take breaths and really enjoy it and feel into it and be activated by it and be creative with it and all the things. And, And that's the gift. That's the flute, the creativity that the that the awakened feminine has to offer the awakened masculine is this activation. It's unlimited, you know, a beautiful, powerful woman, a man can look upon her and activate that fire that I was talking about yesterday in the previous podcast. And then next thing you know, he's like changing the world. And it's all because of the gift of that inspiration that the awakened feminine has to offer, you know, just looking upon a powerful, beautiful woman can cause a man to change his physical reality I mean, in an instant, he can make a decision, you know, he can be creative. And I think that's what the flute represents, you know, like if you can really gaze upon the awakened feminine with love and see the energy that it has to offer, then you get gifted the flute, you get gifted the energy of creation to use in the physical manifest realm. You can create that magnetism and draw things in and rearrange things and build things and create and paint and draw and sing and play the flute, beat the drums, make music, um, you know, sexual creativity, everything. It's like, it all gets activated. If you can rise above just like just being in the lustful essence, but the lustful essence is always there, but you know how to activate through it and be have that integrated rather than have that overtake the whole interaction. So yeah, um, that feels like I'm complete with that thought and that rant for now. So yeah, I'm excited to see what comes up tomorrow when I have to record another podcast with no idea what I'm going to talk about. So that's it for today.